呃，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那，那
Um, please generate the motivation of Bodhicitta as you uh, listen to this te teaching, thinking uh, that um, I'm now listening and receiving those teachings in order to be able to lead all sentient beings who, um, at a time or another, have been my my mother to the state of uh, complete enlightenment. And so the uh, the teachings is on the Mahayana uh, Uttara Tantra Shastra, and we're in the third of the four uh, four sections of the explanation. Um, this uh, third section has um, uh, three parts. There's first a presentation of the body of the uh, scripture that is uh, the different points together, and then there's a presentation of the limbs that is a uh, presentation of each point individually, and then there is the uh, the summary. Uh, so we are in the second presentation of the points individually. There's two parts to this. There's first presentation of the uh, three jewels, which are the result to be attained, and then presentation of four remaining sections that is uh, the way to reach this fruition of the three jewels and so we are in the second section the uh, the four remaining sections presented in uh, three parts is first um, presenting uh, points which are, are common to all four then there is uh, individual presentation of each four and then there's a uh, presentation of the benefits so we're in the second the individual presentation of each four and which has a four section for each of the four points and we're in the first one the, uh, the Dhammadatu and this explanation presentation of the Dhammadatu has eight sections and we're in the fifth which is presentation the, of the uh, analogies as uh, linked and so in this uh, presentations of the analogy there's uh, first a presentation of uh, how the, uh, the um, of the defilement and the, uh, the essence, the element um, how they relate to their analogies together and then uh, the second section is presenting uh, individually how the defilement and the um, element relate uh, to their analogies so we're in the second section uh, individual presentation of how or presentation of how individually the defilement and the uh, uh, um, element relate to uh, their analogies and this explanation has two um, sections how the defilements in particular are um, illustrated and the second is or uh, rather how the uh, the different aspects of defilements are um, illustrated by the uh, by the analogies so that is um, presenting the different aspect of uh, of defilements the different types of defilements in this section and then and how they by relating them to the um, to the example and then in the second section is how the the nature the dhammadatu itself is illustrated and so we are in the uh, in the first which is uh, presenting how the different aspects of the defilements are symbolized by or illustrated by the analogies and there are four, four sections to this is first presentation of uh, or classification of the obscuring defilements presenting so the different types of defilements then um, second is how they obscure the dhammadatu um, and third is a detailed explanation of each analogy and its meaning and fourth is the uh, the summary so we are in the third section detailed explanation of each analogy and its meaning so that is relating the different types of uh, obscuration with uh, the different analogies and so so that presents uh, each of the nine um, obscurations and how they relate to the nine examples and so now we uh, we came uh, to yesterday um, up to the uh, and including the uh, the sixth uh, example uh, sixth analogy 
correspond that is of uh, the tree that grows from a shoot that correspond to the uh, the six type of obscurations that are the um, the discard of the path of uh, seeing, and so he was explaining how this um, the uh, the path of uh, seeing so gradually uh, develops and and remove so progressively those um, discards of the path of seeing, and in the same way as uh, a tree progressively uh, grows uh, through the uh, pierce, uh, slowly pierces uh, through the, um, uh, the the skin of the of the of the grain or the fruit, and in order to grow as a as a tree. So this is the uh, what we saw yesterday. Mm-hmm. ジャワレジソソタワソパンジニボンソチョンジョンジョンナンキエソダデデカソレジマンジュンバンデエンタンランバデダゲジュラヨシャペデニゴムラムゲパンジャンデレエゴムラムゲパンジャンデレデニデ
ทองลำกีจุลายเวชาบิดิบาติโซปายาลาชิราชิราคาเลเมดิงเลลาวุชาวาตาชาวาดิเปดนะเอ่อเกอฟุลโบตันตาวายินสอนะเกอฟุลโ
obscurations. Uh, that is the main obstacles for uh, for sentient beings on the path, and that is this uh, view of transitory collection and so on. View of trans basically the uh, the grasping at the self, and so they've overcome that, and so they are overcome or vanquished. Says uh, so the um, the main uh, obstacle, the main obscuration, and so those uh, beings so on the path of seeing who have elim uh, eliminated so this main obscuration of the view of self uh, still uh, again they still have some um, uh, discards to eliminate uh, so they are the uh, uh, in their uh, mental continuum <coughs> there's still some uh, some discards some uh, uh, obscurations that they need to uh, to discard to eliminate in order to get to the path of uh, meditation and so but um, the factor they then discard as they develop the primordial wisdom of the path of meditation are taught to be without any hard or rigid essence, like ragged cloth. So that is, the uh, <laughs> for those beings who are on the path of meditation, uh, on the path of seeing, then it becomes um, they've done you know the most difficult by getting to the path of seeing by eliminating so vanquishing this. Uh, main uh, obscuration then uh, after that then it's quite easy to remove those uh, <coughs> discards of the path of uh, um, that um, prevent them from reaching to the path of meditation you know it becomes quite easy that is uh, progressively so as they develop on the path of uh, of the as uh, they cultivate this um, or meditate upon this nature of um, of things that they've realized. So as they train in this, meditating upon the uh, the ultimate nature of things that they've uh, of which they had a direct experience from reaching on the path of seeing, then slowly, slowly they develop to reach to the path of uh, meditation by removing those obscurations in their mental con mental continuum that prevent them from uh, from getting there. But this process is uh, not so difficult as it says so this is the example here to illustrate that because if you look for us you know ordinary beings the um, uh, removing the discards uh, that uh, prevent us from reaching the path of meditation are extremely difficult you know it's impossible we can't remove those types of obscurations they are quite subtle uh, obscurations and so we need to remove first the grosser kind of obscurations but once you've reached on the path of seeing and you've seen the dharmata directly then those obscurations are not so difficult to uh, to remove and so the example is of the ragged cloth and ragged cloth is uh, um, you know is often used as an example something that is easy to pierce through you know it's just uh, you know this cloth that uh, just laid there and it's quite uh, you know uh, worn out you know you could say a, a worn out cloth, a cloth and so it's quite it's quite easy to pierce through uh, much more than a, a brand new uh, cloth you would have uh, you would have bought, you know. So um, that is the the example here of the ragged cloth that illustrates those uh, discards that are still in the continuum of those Arya Bodhisattvas on the path of sin. Gansa de la Gula, Shaba, Senayare, Sangibani, Halam, the big and bargain, Gansa de la Gula, Shabit, Timani, Timani, Sora, 
통절란 립진 배줄 지에 배했습니다. 통절란 립세나야리 주인기 용수조바지 통토기요 말이야. 주인기 용수조바지 통토기요 말이야. 대다기 줄라요샤베 지마디기앙 주인기 용수조바지 통하라 집내가소리 디기요리 통절란 립진이소 배줄 지에 배했음 Rangleva mitongo vesong. Tadi pezul da cheva yinayang, pezul kesha vayinayang. Then chewing it dandy, the tonga chewing it dandy, tongue to be maris on it. Pezul kesha vayinayang, Sadimala never did agi, pezul kesha vayinayang. Then chewing it in your so what ye tongue mituba soon shall it. 배절제 쌈손에 양미나니 랑라요바 미통회에서 때는 때이까수 미다콜로주린 잘본디 비메기 날나 네바이나에 비메랑기 통기용하러와 대나시체니 랑라요레데 니 이나야 랑기 미통화손에 미통회 날국기에 지마라 다당 총라손 그런데 tapi ngalbuk tang dimade pe ngalbuk tang cahsha baru ngalbuk de pukasol kolojurin jago de sosok dogola yoba ini sosok thongyo mari ngalbuk de dipsha gitu kan di nasi dewasa beningbon de takasol sosok la yoba ini ya de gitu ni sosok aja thong mituba ada dipigi chani tapi di sini cahsha baru ini sol ジマンダーダンチョンラーソン。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。
the the, the universal monarch when he, he's in the womb, so we cannot uh, see him. We're not aware. The mother is not aware that this is going to be a universal mo monarch, and that she has in a womb a universal monarch. And it is uh, the same also. Those um, bodhisattvas on the um, those impure bumis don't have um, a complete um, experience realization of the Dharma Datu. They have uh, a direct experience of the Dharma Datu, but it's not like a, a full-fledged, complete, uh, perfect experience of realization of the Dharma Datu. So, so still there's some um, a covering, and it says that uh, it requires um, effort. So that is um, a reference to the fact that those bodhisattvas on the impure uh, bhumis, that in order to... Um, <coughs> enter in meditation on this uh, Dhammada uh, to nature, then it requires effort. You know, it is with effort that they need to, to do something in order to, um, to uh, find themselves in uh, meditating upon this uh, Dhammadatu. And um, as opposed to those bodhisattvas and the um, pure bhumis. And uh, so also because they involve uh, not seeing what one has, and so also, so the example refers to the uh, enclosures in the womb because um, they do not um, see, as we just say, they don't have this uh, complete realization of uh, the Dharma Datu, and so and not seeing completely what one has in the same way that uh, this woman is uh, pregnant but doesn't know that she's pregnant of a universal monarch. She cannot see. Uh, she cannot see that. Mm. ดาวาดังดาวาร์ซอนะซอนะเอ่อเอ่อคลูจูรินจัลบุนเตงัลบุบลาเนวนดูเตเนฮากูเกียวมาร์มานะกัสโซเรเอ่อซอซูเยเอ
Like being free of the womb, the arising of non-conceptual primordial wisdom, which takes place on the pure level, is effortless, just as the birth of the fully matured universal monarch takes place without requiring any uh, exertion. Mm. So the um, so like being free from uh, uh, free of the womb so that is once the uh, the universal monarch is born then um, it's easy um, to know uh, that he is actually a, a universal monarch. That is, before his birth, so when he's in the mother's womb, then we don't know, you know, the mother is not aware that uh, she's pregnant of uh, a universal monarch. But when uh, when he, uh, the universal monarch is born, then uh, it is easy to recognize since those uh, kind of beings have particular uh, marks and signs, and so immediately, you know, looking at them, then uh, it is obvious that uh, we're in the presence of a, of a universal monarch. So this is this way it says like mm, being free of the womb. So when it's uh, free of the womb, so that corresponds to what happens so on the pure bumis. So it's the arising of the uh, non-conceptual primordial wisdom, which takes a place on the pure level levels, is effortless. And so in the same way also, so the mother is you know without any effort, without any just looking at her child, she can see that it's a universal monarch based on the. 
on the signs and marks that she can uh, that she sees um, it is obvious and so effortless uh, realization and in the same way also for those um, bodhisattvas on the uh, on the pure bumis then it is uh, also uh, they are able to realize the non-conceptual primordial wisdom effortlessly to enter into meditative equipoise uh, without any uh, any effort naturally and so he says um, just as the uh, uh, the birth of the fully matured uh, universal monarch takes place without requiring any exertion and here so uh, Kempo says that this is not the way he reads the sentence uh, actually and it is more uh, uh, just as So um, so it might be a way to to read the sentence. There's no, uh, uh, you know, kind of. But the way that he uh, understands so that saying that you know, just as birth of the fully matured universal monarch takes place without requiring any exertion. That might be the could be a way to understand this example, but he says that himself when he when he reads the uh, uh, the text here the explanations what comes to to his mind rather is that uh, what he, the way he understands it is that actually um, it is as we just say once the universal monarch is born and it is easy to see you know the marks to see it's a universal monarch just as also so uh, in the same way also for those bodhisattvas on the, on the pure bumis as it said also because the bodhisattvas on the pure bumis said that they have uh, bodies in, uh, with the uh, minor marks and uh, major marks and minor signs very similar to that of the buddha it's not exactly you know the buddha uh, the the body of the of the Buddha, but on the uh, when they reach on the uh, on those pure bumis, they have that. So it's also like you know those aspects become you know manifest once you know you're born to this, you know, and also the other um, <coughs> aspect uh, that um, so can mention is that when you know here the example is of the universal mon monarch taking birth, but then there's many other uh, people who uh, who are born without you know any difficulty very easily. So it's not, you know, to say that uh, they are, um, mm, that the the birth takes place without requiring any exertion, as it's not particularly related to the universal monarch. So it doesn't really, uh, you know, kind of uh, um, seem to 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 fit the example so much. And to why would we uh, talk about universal monarch then in this case, you know? And so that's why, uh, so um, feels that the. The way to understand this is, as we explained, you know, that uh, once the universal monarch is born, then you can see immediately, readily, readily, without any effort, that, you know, it is a universal monarch. And in the same way also, those bodhisattvas on the pure bumis are able to uh, enter this uh, meditation, uh, meditative vocal poise, and uh, direct, directly experiencing the, the Dharma Dhatu without any effort. Mm -hmm. Dasasumbotan, 
呃，这里差不多的呢，现在是来用几个嘛？对不对？呃，十几、十多的高压了，来了不？起码呢，今年大四级出来的时候，这起码的时候呀，它穷穷的，今年，今年八月了，大概呢，呃，百度里面的什么
so the, that was the, the ninth example. And so now the, uh, the next section says the additional summary of the general meaning. Um, thus, desire and the rest, the nine defilements, are similar to the lotus and so on. So the, uh, um, the, uh, the desire and the rest, the nine obscuring defilements, are similar to the analogies uh, of uh, the lotus and so on. So we have, um, so here there was uh, nine types of uh, uh, defilements obscurations that were uh, discussed starting with uh, uh, desire or the um, habitual tendency to to desire and then um, uh, so there's uh, those nine obscuring defilements and so with those uh, nine example so we illustrate we show we showed how those um, defilements were those uh, how is um, 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 the habitual tendency to desire, the habitual tendency to hatred, the habitual tendency to or the latent uh, uh, stupidity, as well as um, uh, the different types of uh, other defilements, such as the um, obscurations of um, the or the defilements of uh, the bodhisattvas on the three pure bhumis. And so, those so were um, shown here by means of the analogies and showing also the way that they were remedied. So they were uh, uh, linked, so showing how uh, those uh, different uh, uh, defilements so obscure uh, the nature and uh, can be removed. So how they are just uh, temporary obscurations that can be uh, remedied. And so their remedy was sure also in, this, uh, in the course of this uh, discussion. Dimaggi Mm Sangi Uh Rick 
So now we we come to the uh, second um, kind of a greater subsection, which is how the uh, the nature the Dhammadatu is uh, illustrated in those analogies in those nine analogies. So the first part was uh, looking at the um, at the defilements and how the defilements are illustrated in the nine analogies. And so in that section, so we saw um, the uh, how those. Uh, the di- nine different types of um, defilements and uh, how they relate to the nine different examples as well as the different types of individuals who um, have this kind of uh, obscurations. And so that is, uh, so now we come to the next section, to the next point, which is talking about um, how the, uh, the Dharma Datu, the nature, is illustrated in those examples. So we spoke about what obscures um, uh, or the uh, in the examples in those nine examples, the um, obscuring factor, uh, how the obscuring factor is illustrated in those nine examples. And now we come to talk about what is obscured, and so what is obscured is so is this nature, the uh, dhammadatu, and so first, uh, so there's three sections to this explanation. First, there's a brief introduction to the three properties symbolized. By the nine analogies, so uh, the three properties are, um, as you know, so the uh, um, the the Dharma Datu is uh, spoken about. So in terms of um, uh, the um, in terms of so the uh, Dharma Kaya um, suchness. And uh, the uh, the gotra rik, um, so those are the uh, the three uh, properties <coughs> that are uh, symbolized by the nine analogies, the three different ways of uh, talking about the uh, the dharma datu, looking from uh, those uh, three different um, uh, angles. And so, uh, so first is a brief introduction to those uh, three properties. Um, it says, what is obscured, the analogies and corresponding meanings of which will now be explained, comprises the three natures. The element, the Sugatagaba, therefore, has properties that are similar to these nine analogies, uh, the Buddha and uh, the others. And so, the uh, now we're uh, going to talk about so what is uh, obscured again. So, having discussed the obscuring factor, those defilements, now uh, we come to um, to talk about what they obscure and using so those different um, analogies and rela- uh, in order to understand uh, what it is uh, as a way to illustrate um, what is um, what the Dharma Datu is, what is this uh, Dharma Datu which is obscured. And there is, uh, so in terms of um, um, this uh, element or uh, Dharma Datu, so it has um, as was said, um, three natures, uh, three properties. Uh, that is, uh, as we just mentioned, so that is uh, the dharmakaya, the suchness, and the uh, um, and the gotra or potential, and so or affinity. Or, um, and so, this um, um, so um, element which has those uh, three natures 
is um, also the element uh, Sugatagaba, which has also all the properties um, similar, similar to that of, of a Buddha. So uh, now it's uh, hmm. I don't know if it's um, definitions or just uh, presenting individually uh, what they are, what those uh, three 
uh, natures of three properties of um to R, so presenting uh, pre- presenting them individually. So what are uh, its uh, three natures? The nature of this essence is a threefold. The Dharmakaya, intrinsic primordial wisdom, suchness which does not change into something else, and the affinity for Buddhahood to be attained. So um, of these three, Dharmakaya is to be understood through the first three analogies, suchness through the next one analogy, and affinity through the last uh, five uh, remaining analogies. So first, so there's um, the uh, this verse so tells us what those uh, three natures are, and so first is the the Dharmakaya, which is the intrinsic primordial wisdom. So that this Dharmakaya is from uh, the point of view of the uh, when it becomes manifest at uh, Buddhahood. So when uh, when reaching at, at Buddhahood and all the qualities are. Uh, manifest at that level, talking from the perspective of the result of elimination when eliminating the adventitious obscurations. Then <coughs> the the second is the uh, is uh, the suchness. So this is uh, rather than talking from the result of fruition perspective, as in the case of Dhammakaya, here we're talking from the perspective of the essence of what it is. And then uh, the third one is uh, the affinity or the gotra. Uh, the potential for Buddhahood uh, to be attained. So here, this talking from the point of view of the cause, and so that saying that uh, sentient beings have this uh, potential to reach enlightenment. And so, uh, and in this context, we we call it so gotra or uh, affinity or uh, potential. <laughs> so that is, um, as you remember, uh, in connection to uh, to this verse, where it says that the uh, the kaya of the perfect Buddha is radiant. That um, so that corresponds to the first one, to the Dharmakaya. That uh, suchness is indivisible corresponds so to the second, the suchness and third. That they have the the gotra, they have the potential. That is um, uh, the third aspect, the uh, from the perspective of uh, the cause. So um, those are the uh, the three natures. And um, so now the text explains um, in the second sentence how those uh, three. Uh, real, relate to the nine examples. And so he says, of these three, the Dharmakaya is to be understood through the first three analogies. So we had the, um, the analogy, the first is of uh, the, uh, the Buddha in the decaying lotus. So the decaying lotus is, was um, uh, discussed uh, earlier as um, illustrating the uh, obscurations, and now we're talking about the, uh, the Buddha inside the dec- decaying lotus. So that is uh, the Buddha. Um, in this first example, then uh, the second is the honey, and uh, the s- third is the kernel. So those three examples uh, illustrate the first one, the Dhammakaya. Then the uh, the next one, the fourth analogy, the uh, the gold, the lump of gold. So um, illustrates the um, the suchness. And then the last uh, five remaining analogies um, are illustrating the affinity or gotra or potential. So those mm-hmm. are the um, um, the example uh, of the treasure, uh, the example of uh, the statue that is in this uh, um, ragged cloth. There's uh, the example of the uh, uh, of the um, tree can grow from this uh, small um, grain. So the example of the, the sprouts and so on that grow from the from the grain. And then uh, the example of the uh, universal monarch in the poor woman's womb, and uh, the example of the uh, perfect uh, statue in the caste. Mm-hmm. 
So now the third section is a detailed explanation of uh, um, the um, the nature of each of uh, those uh, three uh, properties. So um, uh, this has uh, three sections. It's first the analogies for the Dharmakaya and uh, their meaning. So 
the second is the analogy for suchness and its meaning, and the, the third is the analogies for the affinity of Gotra and uh, their meanings. So that is um, looking at the uh, what those uh, three natures are in relation to those nine examples. And starting with the analogies for the uh, Dharmakaya and relating them to the meaning, then we see that um, there's two sections in this explanation. It's first um, presenting the two aspects of the Dharmakaya, and then how these are related to the analogies. So first uh, we need to uh, clarify a little bit and discuss those two aspects of the Dharmakaya. And when, once this has been discussed, then we see how they, uh, those two aspects will relate to the different examples. So the first is the two aspects of uh, Dharmakaya. Here the Dharmakaya should be understood from two aspects. One is utterly undefiled Dharmadhaktu, the actual um, one that is realized, and which is uh, the uh, domain of individually self-cognizing primordial wisdom. The other, its uh, semblance, which causes it to be realized, is the Dharmakaya as taught by imputation, known as the transmitted Dharma, and comprises two sets of uh, teaching on it. There is uh, the profound Bodhisattva scriptures that teach absolute emptiness, and the vast twelve branches that teach relative truth, the path and level and so on, in a variably modulated ways to uh, suit the dispositions of those uh, to be trained. So there is um, here. So the um, the Dharmakaya. So it says um, has two aspects. Um, there's um, first is the uh, utterly undefiled, utterly pure uh, Dharmadhatu. Um, this is what um, is realized by the uh, uh, self-cognizing primordial wisdom. This is the um, the ultimate Dharmadhatu. Um, the basic space, so re recognized by this uh, self-organizing primordial wisdom. This is the the actual uh, Dhammadhatu. And then the other is uh, uh, its semblance, which uh, causes it to be realized, is the Dhammakaya as taught by imputation, or that is this expression again in Tibetan Takpawa, that is uh, in name only. So it just uh, because it, it looks like it is close to it, it is also called. Uh, Dharmakaya, but it is not the actual Dharmakaya. This is the Dharmakaya as taught in the scriptures, in the scriptures, in the teachings that we talk about the Dharmakaya, we explain what the Dharmakaya is, and so this aspect of the Dharmakaya, which is not the actual uh, Dharmadhatu that is re realized by uh, self-cognizing primordial wisdom, um, is the uh, um, so the the, um, the the Dharmakaya in name only that that correspond to the uh, Dharma of uh, uh, scriptures. So those teachings um, that are given on the um, in order to help sentient beings to come to realize uh, the uh, the actual Dharmakaya, they are teachings which uh, talk about the Dharmakaya. So this um, this aspect so correspond to um, the Dharma of uh, scriptures. So again, with two aspects, one which is the actual Dhammakaya, uh, the actual Dhammadhatu, as realized by the self-cognizing primordial wisdom, and the other is uh, the Dharma of uh, scriptures. Mm -hmm. Tu 
So, this so this second aspect of the um, of the scriptures, this aspect of uh, scriptures, has um, also um two um two aspects there is um the profound uh, bodhisattva scriptures that teach absolute emptiness so there is the, the profound teachings so those and then there's the, the vast uh, uh teachings so there's um um two sets of teachings that help sentient beings to realize the actual dharmakaya so those this aspect of the dharmakaya that is the uh, the Dharma of scriptures, the scriptural teachings, then has those two aspects: the profound aspect that teach emptiness, and uh, the vast aspect that teaches all the uh, the different aspect of relative truth, the path and levels, and the path and boomies, and so on. So those there's those two aspects which are taught in order to help sentient beings to reach to the uh, uh, to the to realize fully the Dharmakaya, Dharma Datu, and um, just the uh, the twelve branches, the twelve branches of teachings actually uh, include both, not as is written in the text here, but actually uh, they uh, include both aspects. In the twelve uh, branches of the teachings, the Sangiki, Shakatupogi, since uh, it uh, includes, so uh, all the teachings of the Buddha are included within those twelve branches. And so both aspects of profound teachings and vast uh, teachings are included within those 12, um, 12 uh, aspects, 12, uh, 12 branches of teachings. And they are taught uh, separately within those uh, 12 branches in accordance with the, uh, uh, the capacities of uh, the students. So this is what we call the, uh, the uh, Dharma of, uh, of scriptures, yeah, scriptural Dharma. That 
So we had so two aspects to the Dharmakaya. Remember, there's the uh, actual Dharmakaya and then the Dharma of Scriptures. Yeah? Two aspects. And this second the Dharma of Scriptures is also divided into two. So you have uh, the profound uh, Dharmakaya and uh, the vast Dharmakaya. So you have first the actual Dharmakaya, then the profound Dharmakaya, then uh, the vast Dharmakaya. So three aspects to the Dharmakaya that we are going to relate now to three examples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tun Chubu um, so for the first of these, the Dharmakaya which is realized, no analogy within the world can be imagined that could symbolize it because it is beyond the world. And therefore it is thought that the Tathagata himself and the element Tathagata Gaba are both identical. So, um, so now we come to so coming to the second sections showing how so the um, those um, uh, different aspects of the Dharmakaya actually three aspects of the Dharmakaya relate to the uh, three analogies and the first one is uh, the analogy of the Buddha inside the lotus and <coughs> here it is said that actually the uh, the Buddha is uh, beyond the world is um, beyond expression and so. <coughs> Therefore, um, it is um, um, possible to um, imagine something that could symbolize it. And so that is why it is the Buddha himself that is chosen in order to symbolize, uh, the, to illustrate the Buddha. Because couldn't find anything. There was uh, nothing else that could be thought of uh, since uh, the Buddha is uh, utterly beyond any kind of uh, uh, descriptions and thoughts and utterly beyond the world. And so the only thing that could be used in order to illustrate this um, ultimate, the actual Dharmakaya, was uh, the Buddha himself. So that's the first example. Mm-hmm. 
Chamo Ting Pakari Samote is on a Tongwa singing ロチバシンテランシントンバラスタトンバニシンテンジャンシンシンテンジャンシンテンジャンシンテンジャンシンテンジャンシンテンジャンシンテンジャンシンテンジャンシンテンジャンシンテンジャンシンテンジャンシン
So also we can relate, you know, this example of the uh, honey uh, with the bees, with the uh, the difficulty to get to the honey as well. You know, when it's all surrounded by bees, it takes you know someone to be quite skillful to to know how to do it, to be able to <coughs> retrieve the uh, um, the honey. And so it's the same. So that can be related, you know, to this sentence which says. Uh, those teachings so are uh, subtle because they are not within the scope of the gross understanding of worldly people. So that is, uh, you know, also reference to that. That is not, you know, that um, that simple to go and get the honey um, that is um, amidst uh, the bees. Mm. Then the next uh, examples that the teachings of uh, the way of various aspects, the means as uh, such as the twelve branches of the Buddha's discourses. Are to be understood as like the dissimilar kernel of grain that are present enclosed within a ver- variety of asks. So, next aspect, so this aspect of the uh, 
of uh, the teachings of the uh, the vast teachings, so teachings presenting uh, all sort of many different aspects, which are so related to uh, to this aspect of the of the Dhammakaya, but presenting so all the many different aspects in the uh, in the teachings, like so presenting many divisions, like in in different paths, different bhumis, and so on. And so those are um, like the um, it says. Um, Dissimilar kernels uh, of grain that are present enclosed within the variety of husks. So each grain, you know, when you have like in the uh, in the husk of rice, then you have a, a grain of rice. In the husk of uh, barley, you have a grain of uh, barley. In the husk of buckwheat, you have buckwheat, and so on. So in each, you know, different husk, you have uh, different uh, uh, grains or um, kernel as well. And so in the same way also, then you have all those uh, many different. Uh, teachings as uh, the different kernels illustrate. で、自信者 <laughs> ジャロンディタディツンチョイカンデヨレスヨンディエデジニツセニンディタサンゲチョンヤロマジョンヤロコジョワメバチニネギヨレスロワディディガランソタナマタピキネガソニュモンバタンタワタボジニュモンビボム
Uh, next is the um, analogy for uh, suchness. So the nature of uh, phenomena is um, unchanging at all times. For as it is said, whether the Tathagatas come or whether they do not come, this ultimate nature of all phenomena remains present. So this um, uh, quotation, I believe, from the Prajnaparamita um, so says that the... Uh, um, refers to uh, the suchness, this aspect of suchness that uh, we're going to see now, how it is illustrated in those examples. And so, um, stressing, the, uh, stressing the fact that it is uh, unchanging, has this quality of being unchanging. And uh, But basically, the uh, um, so here, suchness is illustrated by uh, the example of gold and the diff different uh, qualities that uh, gold has different qualities that uh, relate to different qualities or illustrate different qualities of uh, the suchness. So, although it says, although it might uh, appear to be connected to the emotions, in its own essential nature there is no change. Uh, just as a gold that has uh, fallen into filthy uh, mud is not changed by it. So, the uh, the the gold in the uh, in the mud. Uh, doesn't doesn't change is not altered and so that's the first illustrate this first quality of uh, unchangingness how the uh, the the, uh, the suchness is unchanging um, then there is uh, it is a naturally virtu virtuous and sublime in the same way that gold is beautiful and precious so uh, the second aspect uh, that um, this example of gold illustrates uh, related to uh, suchness is that since a gold is uh, it's considered to be very beautiful and uh, very precious, so in the same way also uh, the uh, or that illustrates those qualities of suchness of being uh, virtuous and uh, sublime. Um, then the third is that moreover, if one focuses on it, virtue arises, just as gold can be shaped into ornaments. So there's um, uh, also all, uh, with gold, then we can make all sort of a very beautiful. Um, jewels and uh, ornaments and uh, necklace and so on, <coughs> and so in the same way also, then uh, that that illustrates the um, the fact that if we uh, focus on suchness, then a virtue will arise. Just in the same way that if we uh, start to work with the gold, then we'll be able to produce those uh, very beautiful um, ornaments. So the essential nature of the element is completely pure, just as gold is pure of any defilement, and so. Um, therefore, so this suchness is described as comparable to a mass of gold. And so, uh, the next aspect is that it is um, the Dharma, the Shibara. And so, the. Um, so gold is uh, is pure of any defilement, and as was said earlier, uh, you know, however long you you leave it in this in all this uh, filth and uh, and garbage, then he won't be uh, it won't be uh, altered altered or, or changed. And so um, its nature is is completely uh, in itself is uh, pure and free of any defilement. And the, uh, similarly, also the uh, the essential nature of the element of the suchness is uh, completely pure without any defilement. 
And so that is why here suchness is said to be um, described using the example of a lump of gold. Tell me, what was your question? Obscurations that prevent from seeing the Dharma that too directly. It's the path of seeing. ま、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で
uh, one is the um, um, the imputed aspect and the, uh, the co-emergent aspect. <laughs> so they they both have this this kind of a uh, the, the imputed aspect is more like kind of a grosser uh, uh, you know type of uh, of those obscurations, and the uh, co-emergent is more uh, subtle, um, kind of natural. Um, and so when we reach on the path of seeing, that is when we eliminate the discards of the path of seeing, <coughs> then we've eliminated all those uh, imputed aspects of both uh, emotional obscuration and cognitive obscuration. That is the way we explain it, that you reach on the path of uh, seeing by eliminating the imputed aspect of emotional obscuration and cognitive obscurations. So those are correspond to those so the uh, discards of, uh, of the path of uh, of seeing. And so when looking into it, you know, in more detail as it is done in the Abhidharma, then it talks about uh, in, in those, you know, uh, for the uh, the view of transitory collections and desire and so on. All those, you know, uh, there's uh, many many different categories uh, discussed. qualities are inseparable from it, and uh, there is verse 86, that mm -hmm. whole section, mm -hmm. um, the way I understand, the way I read the whole section, it seems to talk about how the qualities of realization and elimination are inseparable from each other, like qualities being inseparable from other qualities, mm -hmm. and not so much from the element. Would that be a correct understanding? But the title doesn't really say from it. So you enter the name Yermeh. 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 Any two the connector, the yotic, the yuntenta, any the candy, the yemami parasit, a cogeti, camtan, yuntain yemami paris, yishigi yuntenta, jawi yuntain nigi, yemami paris, the connector. Yeah, 
ほいせんかるせ。みんなメルミアパセナ。感じちのことをですね。カンタ。言うてんだ。やめばです。やな。え、ちっかるせ。とべ言うてんだ。とべ言うてん。パオ言うてん。とべ言うてんだ。パオ
that are used. So the, the the four synonyms that are used, you know, we had the uh, the Dharmakaya, the Tathagata, the uh, the absolute uh, truth, noble absolute truth, and the Nirvana, and showing how whole, how uh, those have actually uh, the same meaning, and so and it was shown there how actually the uh, the element of the Dharmakaya are the same thing, you know, and then uh, here so when talking about the inseparability with the qualities is uh, talking from uh, the uh, how the, uh, the Dharmakaya is indivisible from the Nyangdira mm. from the Nirvana um, because again I mean those different terms of uh, you know realization eliminations Dharmakaya they are, you know they are indivisible eliminations and, uh, and realization are indivisible uh, indivisible from the Dharmakaya which itself is indivisible from the element so you know, uh, when you talk about you know, when you look at what you're talking about, the thing itself, you know, then this is uh, indivisibility uh, which yeah. is expressed. But here, so in this in this section, so uh, before the section before was uh, more talking about how the element and the dharmakaya um, are indivisible, and then um, in this section of the qualities, more how uh, this uh, dharmakaya, uh, indivisible from the element, is itself indivisible from the nirvana visible from the buddha and so so the um, here this discussion of uh, the qualities is obviously more from the point of view of the of the result, you know, fruition. But what we're talking about this dharmakaya is the same as uh, the element, you know. So it's just from a, like a different uh, perspective, like conceptually, you know, we may distinguish at the stage of uh, you know cause, then call it the element at the or gotra, and then at the stage of uh, fruition call it dharmakaya. But you know, in terms of uh, what we're discussing, it is the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 For uh, the translation for verse 148 was corrected um, in terms of the both branches, mm-hmm. um, both the profound and vast scriptures. But then, um, with regard to verse 150, mm-hmm. um, the Tibetan clearly. Um, um, relates these two branches to the vast scriptures. Mm-hmm. You remember? Did it do? 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 Do
So um, yeah, it is written in the in the text that um, those twelve uh, branches relate to the uh, to the vast aspect of the of the scriptures, and uh, I was thinking the same as well. But here we need to uh, um, to be clear also that you know when we talk about the teachings of the Buddha, then um, said that. Uh, there are eighty-four thousand sections of the teachings. That is, in a kind of, you know, in a kind of, a, how do you say, more elaborate way or more detailed way. Now, if you were to gather all those different uh, teachings, the uh, the medium uh, kind of way of uh, uh, categorizing, if you want, the teachings would be in the twelve uh, branches. Uh, and then, if you were to condense that even more, then that's the three pitakas. So, uh, the twelve branches so include all the teachings given by the Buddha. And that includes, therefore, also the teachings given in emptiness. Before, because if you say that the twelve branches only correspond to the aspect of the, uh, um, of the vast, uh, vast teachings, so that means that the Buddha didn't teach emptiness. Emptiness is not part of the teachings of the Buddha because it is not part of the twelve branches uh, which include all the teachings of the Buddha. So, uh, uh, so therefore, even though so it appears quite yeah clearly in the in the text that uh, uh, the twelve branches are related to um, to those um, to the vast um, aspect of the teachings, 
yet uh, when uh, explaining the text then it is important that we make this distinction and that we are clear you know and that uh, uh, we need to understand uh, understand this that actually the 12 branches uh, include both the uh, the vast and the profound aspects because they include all the teachings that are given by the Sundova so um here also you know when we talk about the uh the dharma so there's those uh, two aspects of realization in scripture so the first one corresponds to the this um the first the um the dharma datu the first aspect um and then um and the second and, and, and third so correspond to the aspect of scriptures. And so first is scriptures on emptiness and the second is the scriptures on the vast aspect of the teachings. But then if you look at the text also you see that if you go to the sections that explains the uh, uh or that relate uh, the example to this uh, second aspect, the aspect of uh, uh, the profound uh Dharmakaya, then you see that it seems that it talks only about emptiness itself and not so much about the uh, the text that deal with uh, emptiness. But it is uh, here we need to understand. It's quite uh, that uh, actually, if we think about it, that it is the text on emptiness that it is uh, actually uh, talking about, and that this example is illustrating. And since the Dharma of realization is the, uh, is, the is the first one, and so those uh, two, the um, uh, the profound uh, Dharmakaya and Vast Dharmakaya correspond to the aspect of the of the scripture. And so, and then so just to come back to. Uh, 
to to this. So within within the so th since both correspond to the aspect of the, the scriptures, they both are included within the, the twelve branches. Because if we were to really follow kind of very uh, literally the uh, the text, uh, then it would be uh, we could you know it would appear as though there is a you know um, uh, some teachings of the uh, on emptiness which is separate which is not part of the twelve branches and that would uh, contradict um, uh, all the other teachings that are given on those twelve branches where it is explained very clearly <coughs> that <coughs> they include all the teachings of uh, of the Buddha so including the the teachings on emptiness and so that's why also we need to be uh, you know careful when we read the text and then to to really make sure that uh, what um, uh, our um, understanding, our way of explaining, is uh, consistent with the uh, with the teachings. You know, with the other teachings given. Otherwise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you need to, uh, you know, there's the, the consistency, you know, between the different, uh, uh, in the in the teachings, you know, consistency of, a, like, of a text, you know, from beginning to end, you know, the different parts, when you relate them, that needs to, you know, they shouldn't contradict each other. And so if we were to make, like, a, create another type of, uh, um, you know, basket pitaka of teachings, that would be the, the the emptiness pitaka you know separate from the twelve branches that that might uh, actually contradict um, what is uh, what is taught otherwise and how it is uh, understood in uh, in the text. Yeah, yeah, what about the Good question. Mm -hmm. Because it's true that it appears. I mean, it does say clearly, you know, uh, in the text that uh, you have uh, then uh, the the vast aspect correspond to the twelve.